and the show begins. My name is Aleja Adebowale, still the best online show in the whole of in the whole of the world, all of the universe, North America, precisely. Okay, of course, and in Nigeria. Um, this news instant sports. I have the gang with me today. I have Olawale and I have Rukukuji with me, and of course, airing live on a band radio scope every Monday at 12, and of course, on your Apple Podcast and Spotify. Olawale, good first. Go first. Introduce yourself. Good evening, sportive. Good evening, sporting fans around the world. Where it's not evening. Tell them hello. So my in the hello, morning. Sporting. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Uh, hello, sporting fans around the world. Uh, welcome to our sports show once again. Um, I hope you are you are going to have a nice time with us. We are going to do justice to a lot of topics around the sporting world today. Welcome to the show once again. All right, perfect. Oroku Kochi. Sports fans, uh, before I say anything, um, I'm, I'm, I'm preaching for peace. We should sending out love and light to, to the people uh, impacted by whatever is happening in Eastern Europe right now, uh, without naming any nations. But back to the program. Before most Italian forward, uh, Anibal Frozzi often said that the, the best match would likely end in 0-0. Zero, zero. Um, it looks like we just saw uh, the best goalless game, Chelsea and Liverpool. They threw everything they had at each other. Four offside goals between them. Nothing could divide them over 120 minutes. The man that was called in to save the day became the villain. All this we will get to see how we dissect it. Stay tuned uh, for your practice. All right, perfect. Kashi, you just, you just threw me off balance. And for a second... Before we even start talking about other sports, Olali, in your entire life, have you seen a better new new game? Arsenal versus Real Madrid, two thousand and six. Six seven five quarter final. Return leg, return leg at Ibrid. Oh wow! Ah, uh, Kachi, have you? Maybe. Maybe Villarreal versus Arsenal, same Champions League 2006. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Last minute penalty. Exactly. It was, it was out of this world, but this is very much up there with the best of them. Oh, wow. All right, perfect. So let's go. Let's start with the NBA. Um, Olale, I'm going to start with you. Looks like the ban in New York could be lifted. Uh, thanks, thanks to the Canadian truckers. <laughs> every, every government is careful. Every government is careful nowadays. So we could be seeing a potential lifting on the ban in New York. And what that means is Kari can actually play in New York. Ben Simmons, we know he's a beast on his own day, defending. And that's 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 where that's where they have their own um Achilles heels. And of course. KD is coming back next week. If this is lifted, what 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 are your opinions or what do you think of the next thing? I think we shouldn't be quick to write them off. That's going to be my um that's going to be my submission because um the likelihood of the ban being lifted is very very high. I think the mayor of New York uh spoke about it some couple of days ago, and what's one thing we are not probably taking. Uh, the owner, the uh, the owner of Josiah, who is the uh, owner of the Brooklyn Net, I think, uh, was probably a former business partner with the president, um, the uh, mayor of New York. So they are very, very close people. I'm sure there will be a lot of lobbying going in behind the scene. 
despite the fact that the mayor said that he's going to follow science, going to, and with Adam Silva too addressing that issue, we know it's something that is likely to be lifted. Uh, now looking at how it's going to impact the Brooklyn Nets, the question will now be with two, well, with a couple of new faces come, well, okay, I think Ben, ben Simon is going to be the new face joining. Uh -huh. Seth Curry and uh, Seth Draymond, Curry. they yeah. have already been incorporated into the team. Uh -huh. So, and with um, with KD being this biggest pastor in that team, uh, who everybody knows is the most easiest superstar to play with. To play with because it's not both. So I, I think the more the bigger the biggest question will be chemistry, and I don't think chemistry will be an issue for them because 100%. I don't think I don't think we uh, there is no new character coming in. Is, there is no a player like a LeBron that will probably change the dynamics of the old team, that will probably affect the way one player is going to play. I think my submission with this is we should not write off the Brooklyn Nets chances this year. This year. They are going to be dangerous. Yeah, we saw them last night against Milwaukee. Uh, their interior, the defending has improved drastically. Ben Simeon is going to add a lot more defensively to that team. To the team. And, Ky and that will give Kyrie and KD and, much, and KD more, much, much more to do offensively. Or the offensively. I think they will probably still end up around the sixth seed. I think with KD coming back very soon, I'm sure they might probably take over that sixth seed from the Celtics. Depending on how the first three uh, finishes, I just think nobody wants to face the Brooklyn Nets in the first round. It's not your ID first round opponent. Uh, but, I, but for me, I think the submission is we should not write there for, All for right. this season. All right. Um, of course, um, anything by injury, anyways, you might have the best team. And if injury is if injury is your antagonist, then you you are in, you are in trouble. Um, Kachi, your what's your own submission? Do you agree with Alale or you feel um but given a good chemistry amongst the players, who would be the who would be their biggest threat right now? Um, I I I agree I agree with Alale, right? Because even before the trade happened, when we you know analyzing, reviewing or previewing the NBA season, uh -huh. we always felt that anywhere Ben Simmons goes, goes. to. Mm -hmm. um, especially when we trickled it down to either the Golden State Warriors or the Brooklyn Nets, mm -hmm. even when we did not know that it would be it's, it's exchange with <laughs> yeah. James Harden, yeah. we thought anywhere he went to, uh, they automatically become favorites, right? Uh, and that is still the truth. It's still the very, the, the very truth. You qualified it correctly by saying, barring any unforeseen injury, because I feel right now, in terms of, I don't think the biggest threat to the net potentially winning it all is any team, even though, yes, depending on who gets to host four games, of course, based on their seeds, uh -huh, they finish uh -huh. as a sixth seed. Yeah. That, that means the most likely the best they can get in any series is three, games, three at games at home. Yeah. Um, so, the, so it depends on how many games uh, or how they can host, whoever hosts the four games. But beyond that, their biggest threat will be injury and the mental state and mind frame of Kyrie Basically. Irving. <laughs> no, not even Ben Simon. Ben okay. Simon, he has been surrounded by shooters. And the Drummond will give you 17 every every day. Seth Curry, on a, on a very cold day, will give you 15 to 18 points. On a very hot day, 
can give you 30 points. So he's surrounded by shooters and playmakers all around. So not, no, I'm not really worried about Ben Simmons because if they just tell him, forget about the box, the box score, forget about the statistics, just defend. <laughs> just defend. He's going to do a great job. However, KD has ropes for armstrings right now. So there's really not a lot of trust in that. Secondly, even if they leave the band or, or, or um, in New York and Kyrie can play, who knows what can just happen? Uh, we see what's happening between Russia and Ukraine. Kyrie can decide today to take choose a now side. He's going to, he's going to Russia. He, he can choose a side today and decide I'm not going to play because of what I believe in. So that for me uh, would be the two factor <laughs> injury to their biggest star, who is KD. Yeah, yes. And secondly, <laughs> no, it sounds so funny. It sounds funny, but this is the man that in 2000. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Guys, guys, listen. I'm only saying it as it is. Yeah, Kyrie has shown us times without number that, is erratic. that when everybody is going this way, he can just wake up and go this other way. Uh -huh, right? uh -huh. He's the one that burns sage. I mean, he's still burning sage in the in the in the dressing room in 2020, 21st century. He's still he saying what, the earth is flat, is flat. You I know, so. Let that for me is their biggest threat, not anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. If, we, if, all things, if all things work together <laughs> for them, the they, they only other thing that can defeat them will be for, for KD to wear the proper uh, shoe size and not wear the oversized <laughs> shoe. That's probably the only thing I think. All right, perfect. Thank you very much. And uh, John Morant actually dropped 48 points. Um, against uh the Bulls, the Chicago Bulls, mm -hmm. which I feel mm -hmm. I feel is very terrible. Very terrific, if you ask me. Mm -hmm. Smart boy, young kid, and a very good player. Actually, I'm just wondering, why why, on the MVP rating, why is this guy on number five? Shouldn't it be a little bit higher or something? Uh, because it, it, I think it boils down to the people who, who vote using different metrics for voting. When uh -huh. it comes to JAR, the argument they've always had is, when Jar does not play, the Grizzlies still compete. So mm. he is not the, the juggernaut. It's not the most valuable piece in that Grizzlies team. Unfortunately, they don't use that same argument for the players they like. So number one, the first thing is he hasn't yet won over the voting journalist uh, or the, uh, the, the, the journalist who vote for the MVP. He's a third-year guard. He's still going to get his time, I understand. But if, if the main reason why he'll be fifth in the ranking primarily is because of the double standards of the voting journalists who say, oh, he's not the most valuable player. But for them to even now vote the most valuable player, they go at the end of voting someone with the statistics and not necessarily because they're valuable. valuable. Ja, ja is explosive. I was reading an article that compared his third year with um, Derek Rose's third year. I was asking, and the article was, who would have won a third-year Derrick Rose, which was the year he won MVP, and a third-year Jamorant? I felt that probably because of how far the, the uh, Chicago Bulls took the Miami Heat then, which uh -huh. is what Jam needs to do in this postseason. 
Mm. If once he can prove and establish himself in the postseason, the, post-season. the journalists will start taking notice. Ta- so it's double take, standard. Take, take him but, more, a little bit more yeah. seriously. Because for me, right for now. me, the kid is the kid is 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 something else. But you see, I, I think, see I think some No, Kachi, I think before we leave this uh this topic, uh, it's funny the way most uh journalists and analysts um in America the way they analyze sports sometimes we tend to. In as much as I, I I understand the impact of a superstar in a basketball game, but we tend to forget that basketball is a team sport. Uh-huh. The way we tend to analyze, try to bring everything down to he has no one in the playoffs. Yes. So 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 we should have taken mm. this team. We we, we don't look at the context. Who, yes. who are his teammates? His teammates. Yeah. And this team actually can this team actually really compete for that team? Yeah, of yes, course. I, of course. I think when you look at individual hour, I understand that at times your impact on the team should actually reflect. But but we should understand just okay. Golden State Warriors 2016-2017. Why is nobody using that against LeBron? 2016-2017, everybody, everybody agrees LeBron was the best player in the world. But it couldn't be the Golden State Warriors in those two years. Because we knew the Golden State Warriors as a team are more co- better than more, the more compact, of course. We were better. better we were just better. All right. We were so, just better. Perfect. Uh, so, like, just to reiterate, uh, Kevin Durant is coming back next week uh, for the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, he's tiny... It's tiny rope hamstring. Uh, we hope it, it doesn't. It doesn't <laughs> good. It's gonna be a good moment this time around. I, I'm quoting Kachi right now in case I'm sued. Uh, Kachi, you'll be my lawyer. And of course, uh, Josh Taylor, even though he was knocked down by Jack Cashel, actually did defeat him in the boxing bout for the lighter uh, weight weight division of boxing. And then Rafa Nadal has won the third title of this year alone. The Mexico Open, which is which is a good word for 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 Rafa. Looks like Rafa is not slowing down right now. Uh Roblev won the Dubai Open, uh, defeated uh, defeating Jerry Vasley in the final of the Dubai Open, and of course, two a uh, stage one. Alexander Zarev was fined uh forty thousand dollars for his outburst against the umpire he did the same thing in the doubles with his partner where he was equally shouting at the referee so they tied both together and now he's he's missing out on the grand prize um 100 and of course his his win at the tournament is not going to count towards his rank his point ranking so whatever it is that he does in the tournament was not recognized um catchy Good boy, good boy in terms of being a good player. Mm-hmm. But this guy seems, it, it seems it looks like he wants controversies to follow him. You see, have this, uh, this, this thing over his looming over his head with his girlfriend, which he has not been able to get over with. Uh, do you think he's just a twenty-four-year-old kid? He's a mm-hmm. young boy. He's a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think it will outgrow this in the, in the long run, or this could potentially be? Be, be something that will follow him and follow him around. He, he does. He's not the biggest talent, even among mm. the among his age mates. He's not the biggest right. talent. So right. getting this kind of distraction overshadowing his his possible potentials, it's it's it, it's is a bad um looming axe over his head. What's your mm-hmm. opinion about that? 
I, I sincerely hope that he will outgrow it, hopefully because he has same people in his camp who can point to Nick Krigius in <laughs> Australia and see how, because this is pretty much how Krigius started. Started exactly. An, an amazing talent touted to gradually improve until he becomes a world beater. And then we started seeing personality issues affect his game and distract him, you know? So um, at 24 years, he's not probably not even at the peak of his, of his career, well, hopefully for the next two years or whatever. Uh, yes, it looks like the sword of Damocles, but I'm not going to say that is how his, his career will taper off. I sincerely want to believe that sometimes they need to have punishment such as this, you know, well, Nadal said he should have been disqualified, so he wasn't. But losing your prize money, uh, getting fined to enable you to have a retake. Hopefully he has quality people and not praise singers in his camp who can tell him the truth and not just say yes, sir, yes, sir. You know, to let him know you truthfully need to change because this is not the first time. This has been happening, like you rightly said. Exactly. Hopefully, hopefully before his 25th or 26th birthday, <laughs> especially when he starts to lose or not necessarily lose, but when those sponsorship deals are not coming and he's not winning the, the big prize money, he can take a step back and look at where the issue is or where he has gone wrong and have a quick reset. It's good that it's happening now than for it to happen Apple when it's a much the, bigger star. Exactly. Uh, we, we're, we're seeing how the whole world is reacting or reacted to uh, Djokovic simply because Djokovic always had these tendencies in him, but he did not show it until he became a bigger star. Yeah. Such that even with the reactions, they can't really take away from his stardom. Exactly. But as a budding star, if this is how you will continue, it's unfortunate you might go the way of Nicrigius where you're only invited for your home your home uh, grand slam <laughs> and, what, and whatever you do, nobody takes you serious. I hope that's not the case for Sarah, because I like it personally. Yeah, I, I do as well. Um, Malali, so so for for the ATP ranking right now, um, Daniel Medvedev, Medvedev, I'm sorry, Medvedev is going to be replacing um, Novak. Novak, Novak Djokovic um, is going to be uh, replacing him for the other for the word number word number one at 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 uh, for the next uh, for next month. How much of blame should we put at the foot foot of um, of Djokovic for, for for losing for losing it is word number one? Because because realistically, even if he had played just two games at the Australian Open, it, 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 it will still be word number one. Because not playing at all. Uh, is uh, let me say it's equivalent to like him crashing out in the first strand, probably to a white card entry. Mm, so yeah. that actually I most have really affected his uh, scoring points. And well, for 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 Nugo, uh, Djokovic, I don't think that would be a big deal to him. I think the biggest yeah. uh, concern uh, for him now is play, if the there will be the same mandate. <laughs> In, in the French Open or the Wimbledon Open that might stop him from uh, playing. That, that would be his biggest concern. Yeah, thankfully, thankfully enough, Lali, he's not a Russian, so... <laughs> 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 so, so uh, I don't think it would be too much concern, but of course, like, you, like the question you ask, the reason why he's, he has lost the number one position now is due to his own personal action, not because of any other thing. 
All right, perfect. Thank you very much for that, Lali. We're going to quick break right now. When we come back, we'll be jumping straight into the world of football, where we'll be starting with the best duo in the history of Premier League that have won a grand total number of zero trophies. Don't go anywhere, guys. We'll be right back. Yeah, jumping back into the world of football, two lovely players, no doubt about it, two world-class players, um, Harry Kane and, of course, um, Son. They have um, had a combined goal of, of uh, 37. 37 goals. Yeah. yeah. Uh, BC, the record previously held by uh, the duo of Drogba and Lampard. Olale, I'm going to start with you on this one. Looking at this illustrious list, we have Kane and Son, top of the power right now, uh, Drogba and Lampard, um, Thierry Henry and um, Robert Perez, 29 between them, as a matter of fact. Kun Aguero, of course, and David Silva with 29 between them as, as well. Looking at this and some other, other partnership that we've seen in the past, like Gerard and Fernando Torres, Dennis Bokam and Thierry Henry, you know, stuff like that. Andy Cole, of course, and Dwight York, one of the best partnership uh, that I know of as well. How would you rank uh, Kane and Son? I don't want to be an eta right now, but but they've not won anything together. You are with with this well, with why you have two two great guys like this with this kind of goal combination, we should be seeing trophies at the back of it. Yeah, I think it's one of the most deadliest combination we've ever seen in Premier League history, and probably the reason why most probably the majority of us were a bit surprised that they probably broke a record like this was because as a as a team we've not seen them having much success. Uh, the the best we've seen from Tottenham was probably the Champions League of 2019. Yeah. So they've not been really successful as a team, and that is why it took everybody like surprise. Wow, like this guy! Apparently, they've, they, they they they've been playing together for like let me say four or five years. But I think last season under Jose Mourinho, if if, if you probably break down the stats, the stats season, season, season by season. By season. Yeah. I'm sure last season under Jose Mourinho was when they recorded the highest number of uh, both of them assisting each other for goals because it was practically the way they were set up. It was just mm. Son, it was a Son King, King show. show throughout Jose Mourinho. Every other team, every other person in that team was just to support was just to support them. It's actually great for the two guys, but unfortunately, due to the lack of success from the two point of view, most people will not really remember this their feet as being something very remarkable. Uh, like you said, Lampard, Lampard, um, I, 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 I didn't even know that Lampard, what do you call it? Joba uh, had something like this, uh, like they have this record with them for a long period. The one that actually probably I remember very well probably due to the team's success, again, was more of the United, Cole, and your combination. And I'm yeah. not sure they really have yeah. much of, uh, much, uh, that much number. Just, just to chip in, Lala, just, just to chip in, Lala, Ali, uh, last season, they had 14 goals combination between themselves. Exactly. So, which is the top of the power. Of the power. Yeah. Uh, so, like I said, you could see that that was where the whole thing even got to. Because I know when they stay at uh, Eric Sain, there was a bit of mix here and there. Uh -huh. Ghost contribution. Uh, yeah, as in Ghost contribution. Yeah, there is Ericsson plays more on the uh, behind Hurricane. Some uh -huh. plays on the left. Who, who plays on the right? Major. I can't. 
okay, there's a daily Ali. Yeah, there was still a daily Ali. So, yeah, good for them. But again, without the team's success, I'm not sure how history will still be kind to, to them in the next three or four or five years. Okay. All right, perfect. Actually, I'm going to come to you now. Um, honestly, let's forget about the start for one sec. Kenson, Drogba Lampard, Henri Perez, Aguero da, da, da Vesiva. Which of those four of this of the of the of this quad would you, would you choose? Let's forget about the start for one second. Okay. Uh, I, I'll go for uh, Lampard Drogba. Uh, because even though I don't have the stats in front of me, it looks like 30, most times... 36, 36 no, 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 I don't, I don't mean the number of goals. I know oh, there are okay. 36 goals. Okay. But what I, based to back up my, my selection, I believe most of their goals were Deciding. scored in the biggest game. So that the magnitude of the games where their combination led to goals... For me, Champions League semi-finals, if you remember the one, Liverpool, where uh -huh. it, it looked like both of them did not know how to defend and they ended 4-4. Yeah, yeah. You know, that combination, epic pops, yeah. uh, league-winning league goals, because Drogba wasn't known really for scoring braces. You can count the number of times Drogba had two goals in a game, three goals in a game. So most times they were single goals scored between both of them, assisting each other. So because of that... I probably would weigh what um, Drogba and Lampard did slightly higher. Um, I think the ones that will come closest, even though they don't rank in the top three, would be uh, Andy Cole and Dwight York as well. Those guys were scored. They scored when United needed, needed goals. goals, exactly. And I think that's really what sums what up matters. Their, their partnership. Yeah, you can like like uh, Ali give us that statistics. Fourteen goals in one season tells me that. Pretty much all the goals were coming from, from those the, two guys. Uh, but when Lampard and Drogba started, the old Mario team was not a high-scoring team. It was just uh -huh. a team that did not concede goals. goals. So exactly. they, they won a lot of games, one nil, one nil, one nil. So it tells me that those goals, those one nil goals, were important to getting all three points. All three points. Uh, and the fact that they would usually would have come in the biggest stages. Uh, gives it a bit more oomph higher than I would rate um, uh, Kane and so. But listeners and viewers, remember that the person asking us this question is a Tottenham Sports hater. So anything he's asking is born from a place of beef and not a place of opportunity. <laughs> Thank you. Of course. So uh, just just a quick rundown. Uh, drugs and um, and lamp and lamps. Uh, they, they follow Kane and Son closely. Aguero da Silva and um David, uh, David Silva, Ore and uh, Perez, and surprisingly Anderson and Teddy Sheridan. Uh, for one most uh, PL goals contribution in a particular season still led by Kane and Son, which we believe could be overshadowed this season if they continue in this fashion. Um, followed by Sheriam and Chris Totten as Blackburn Rovers, then Fra Ryan Fraser and Wilson 
uh, while they were with Bokmont, um, Les Ferdinand and Gelling, where they were with Queen's Park Rangers, 1995, 1994 and 1995 season. Uh, Sherry Amagang, we know well what we did, uh, Blackburn Rovers, 1995 and 1996 season. Stan Moore, and of course, with the god of Anfield, uh, Robbie Fowler in 1995 and 1996 season. Dennis Bokam and, and, um, and Nicholas Anelka, 1998 and 1999 season. And um, Raul Jimenez and Trau Adamo Traore in 2009-2020 season with 10 goals contributions. Be, be, before you go, before yeah. you go from this topic, please, let, let me just add, if you are probably asked ask me that question, who is my favorite among those combinations? Uh-huh, of course. I think I'll, I'll still probably go for Kane and Son. I'll give you why. Okay. I don't have the stats now, but I think if you look at the contribution, like it is no more of Kane assisting Son or Son assisting Kane. I think it's, it's a bit balanced. If you if I if, if yeah. you probably dig in, yeah. like I can give you the stats. Um, so uh, Kane scored thirty eight goals and provided thirteen assists. Uh, for mm-hmm. Son, whereas Son scored twenty seven goals and provided seventeen assists for Hurricane. Uh, so you could see a bit of balance in the way which shows you about the movement, and Hurricane taking up this uh. Uh, withdrawn position, not really staying as a top nine, top nine dragging yeah. defenders into the midfield, launching the ball for our for Son to make those runs. I still think probably it could be a re, uh, let me say uh, what they call it, is it recent uh, recent bias or what? Yeah, I still think their combination looks for me more like more deadly. the most perfect, more perfect yeah. balance, not not like a one way. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I will agree with you because let's consider uh, maybe Sergio Aguero and the receiver. It's going to be Silva providing more as yes, exactly, exactly. And reverse be, being the case. And of course, um, to an emotional one, um, Ericsson back playing football uh, came in in, um, in, their, in their match um, in their match over the weekend for um, for Brentford. I played about 30 Eight minutes. Um, I, I know it's an emotional one, but how glad are we that um, Ericsson can actually play the game that I love so much? Olali. I'm happy for him, um, although they lost, but of course, I'm happy for him. Yeah. From, from, from a personal point of view, yeah, I'm very, very happy for him. It's uh, because we've seen a couple of guys who have probably suffered something similar like this that probably have to uh, retire, the uh, quit the game. I think Francis Moamba. Yeah. Will always come to mind when you mm-hmm. remember this kind of thing, and I'm uh-huh. sure before Brentford could probably sign on on this to probably bring him to their squad, I'm sure the medical doctors must have satisfied so that it's, that it's, good. Safe. It's, it, it's safe for him to play. Good one for him, but I don't know just those that these six or seven months that he's been out of football. It will pr- probably uh, I don't know how much contribution, how much playing time. He will be able to get at Brentford that might probably convince a little bit of a more of higher club to probably want to, to invest. Him. Yeah, to want to invest in him now because, uh, like, but I think no. it because I think I, I I think his contract uh, it's just six months. Was, no, oh, okay, was I think yeah, it was it, it was, was because was of because of the Italian Italian loss. But I feel inside a oh. six year uh six more contract with uh Brentford with an yes, opportunity yes. to, to I, 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 like now. Brentford presently now, 
they've been dragged into the relegation battle. Of course. So I don't know how much of a playing time the, the coach certainly will be under pressure now. What will be on his mind now is safety force. Safety force before so anything I, else. So I, I don't know how much of a playing time he was going to get, which would probably could have helped him to get much of a bigger contract. Big, bigger contract somewhere else. If, but but if, if after these six months, if there is no much, let me say, uh, uh, impact, impact on side, coming. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure he might probably be getting the kind of contract is open for open for all right i i i want to i want to believe that i want to believe that he's not expected for for something buoyant he just wants to play the game that he loves you know we're seeing people like uh vivian for belated um um god forgive you so um dying from that kind of circumstance as well you know so I want to believe that it's not it's not more about it should not be more about the money, but just trying to trying to do what he loves. Um, um Kachi, I want to come to you now. Abramovi brought out a statement over the weekend, um, saying it's handing over the stewardship of um Chelsea to a state um a set of um trustees. <laughs> I know everybody was like the people are like, what exactly does that mean? What exactly does it mean? Uh, adding over over the club to trustees. What does it mean? And um, a fact that most people did not mention is that Abamovich actually took a bond out on Chelsea for two billion pounds. <laughs> so if at any time that bond is being called upon, we might see Chelsea being dragged into administration or whatever. It, it, this is a very big club. But, but now he's saying it's not handing over ownership. It's just handing over stewardship. And I wonder why people are so upset and um, so upset about the statements. I, I'm wondering why. Maybe you could give us one or two your thoughts. Uh, um, I personally feel that what Ibrahimovic has done just shows why he has been successful as a businessman. Um, this is because prior to him coming out with that statement, uh, members of members of the UK, British Parliament argued um, seizing assets owned by Russians um, with ties to the Putin government um, yeah. in England. And uh, what he has done was to make sure that whenever all this happens, um, and if the, the, the conflict is resolved, he can come back to, to being, um, uh, to continue as the de facto owner of Chelsea. The impact of handing over whatever it's, uh, the, the ownership of Chelsea to a trustee, basically what it does is it absorbs Abramovich and that club cannot be called his for that time being because um, control will no longer be in his hands. The decision to hire, fire, uh, promote or do whatever, executive decisions cannot be borne by him. So they cannot tie that asset. Even though the whole world knows it's owned by him, they cannot tie it to him. So if there's an economic sanction against Russian oligarchs or Russian billionaires, because he has already absorbed himself, it's pretty much like, uh, to, to, to dumb it down in the simplest way I can think of is, it's like signing a prenup when a billionaire signs a prenup when he wants to marry a young girl. And he says, in the event that we divorce, this is the only thing they can split between you and I because we have signed a prenup. 
any other money I make after our marriage is free from for, for, the court the handling it. Yeah. So, so what Abramovich did pretty much was to say, I may own Chelsea, but because I have handed it over to a non-profit making trustee, you people cannot economically sanction me by seizing it from me. They cannot seize it because the British government could have, they could have used a de facto or a veto power to take up, take back ownership of that of that club from me by saying oh, we have we've frozen all your assets because you are in Russia. Similar to what they did to the Russian government, uh, taking them away from the Swift International Money Transfer Network right yeah. now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that is really the impact. What that means is, Abramovich, anytime, even if this war takes 10 years, anytime it is resolved, all he has to do is come back and take, and take over the ownership. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, what does this mean for Chelsea? Well, ultimately, Chelsea would not be affected because this man technically does not, apart from hiring coaches or signing players, the day-to-day -day operation of Chelsea, he has never been involved in it from day one. He pumps his money. He, he loans Chelsea money as well. Uh -huh. you know? uh, um, but the, the, the trustee, when I saw the makeup of the trustee, these are people who have history with Chelsea, uh, you know, erudite businessmen, people in law who can handle this thing. They, they will handle the day-to-day -day operation Chelsea will not face any economic sanction itself just because they were they were owned by it. Bye There's bye. no 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 fan of Chelsea should be afraid of any potential law unless uh, the bond is called in. the bond definitely will not be called in. I do, I I think which which, I which, which, I, which, I, which I hope it will one day. The, re the reason why the bond will not be called in is there is, there is already a term, an agreed term, uh, the maturity date for that bond, for bond, which is not anywhere close. The bond was recently refinanced and extended for another, I think, seven to eight years. So the potential maturity date right now is about five years away. Uh, let's hope the, whatever crisis is happening does not get up to five years, to, five years. To, to the five-year schedule. But for the immediate future, there is no immediate risk to Chelsea. All right, perfect. Olali, I don't know if you have one or two things to um, add to that as well. Well, uh, I think Kachi has done a, um, a lot of justice to the topic. For my own end is, uh, uh, I don't know how possible it is to probably and to probably do the handover. We all know the reason why he did that. It was to take probably the attention it's away possible. because already, yeah, because already there are already some clamor uh, from the British MPs that businesses uh, owned by Russian oligarchs should probably be taken over or something like that. I'm sure it was a smart move. But my, my concern as, as uh, my concern on, on the whole issue has been can this probably be done without a public announcement? Because I think this probably drew more attention to him as a person in terms of it, uh, like because what people like Gary Neville Karaga has been made as in, they've been criticizing for in the past 24 hours has been in that statement there is nowhere he mentioned Ukraine or Russia. I'm or I'm wondering why you have to I'm wondering I, I don't want to go of, political but I'm wondering why you have to no, no. Ukraine. Of course of course uh, I, I, I understand why you can't do that but expect those guys just to want that they, they see that as a loophole on his side I just think that will probably 
bring what do you call it a little, a little bit of negative uh attention to Chelsea, attention at to Chelsea. Time. exactly yeah, and because they are, they are they are able some news or do not confirm that even the trustee on their own side have not probably accepted that responsibility, that responsibility. With wow. because i'm sure probably the people, people want to, are, exactly would want to disassociate themselves behind the scene and yeah. so i just think probably that thing could have been done a little bit of what do you call it um low-key without really making it because this, the sentiment now is any, uh, anything that has to do with Russia now you have to be very have... careful with it. I think that it should probably be handled a bit of uh, yeah, a bit it, carefully it, it, more, yeah, more, more than making it yeah a, a, pub, a, bubbly, a, bubbly, a bubbly stuff uh, Kachi you are muted you want to say something yeah, so I have to what Olawale said, especially when, if he knew he was going to make a public statement, then he should have probably outrightly told us where he stands, um, whether it's vehemently against exactly. Russia invading Ukraine or he stands with Vladimir that's, that's, Putin. That's, 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 that's a political assessment, actually. I don't no, uh, no, that, no, I'm basically saying he could have done, all this could have been done Without him releasing any statements, more exactly, one hundred percent, you know, and everybody, and nobody. But that's right, they right, right now, yeah. Fact, can you continue? Instead of, instead of deflecting attention, uh -huh. what he has done by he that statement each, is to he has brought it. Turn the flashlight, yeah, exactly. Because right now, a lot of people are saying, "Will the oh. government, will the UK government, agree to what they call an official out of Chelsea from any potential uh, action they want to take?" Um, on, on Russian oligarchs. Because don't forget that even before this, Ibrahimovic had been deemed a person of interest. Mm -hmm. he, he had his visa to the UK right exactly. now. Exactly, yeah. yeah. He, has not been, he has not even been uh, in the UK for up to for two much. years now. Exactly, yeah. So, so there, were, there were a lot of attention. So this looked like he's just trying to save his He has face. to take up Kachi. Sorry, he has... Kachi, no breaking. He has even to take Go up... On. Uh, Israel, Israeli citizenship, citizenship yeah, exactly. in order to yes. allow himself back into back the UK. Yes. So, so you you see that it, it makes it look like whatever you are doing is not with the best intention. So the thing is, even if it is not with the best intention, there is a way you would do it, especially when you do it low key, that will not bring exactly. attention to your club. Yeah. Right now, yeah. most people who hate Chelsea have been given more ammunition to go against Chelsea, especially because they, they, most people that are members of parliament in England, for those who don't know, most of them are Arsenal fans. They are now going to put <laughs> can, can we go to the next, Can we go to the next topic, please? Some people just... I don't, actually, you love Arsenal so truth. much that you can't take Arsenal out of the Most of them are Arsenal fans, and they may, they may use this statement as more tools to attack to, to the, person, the person of Ibrahimovic or attack Chelsea indirectly. All right. Perfect. Um, I do really wish uh Bramovic well um in his um, endeavor to to get his club back in the process that he wants he wants um whatever formation that he wants the club to be in. Um and of course still on Chelsea, Chelsea had a lovely, lovely totalizing game with Liverpool, uh the League Cup final. The League Cup final itself, like we've established here, I think the grand total price of it is less than hundred thousand pounds. After you win, so it's not it's, it's not a glamorous cup itself, but when you have two titans clashing and bringing out the best that you can think in any footballing match, you will 
be, be, be you'll be happy to be a football fan. Um, Kachi, I'm gonna I'm gonna start with you. Lukaku was on the bench for this game. It, it looks like a chain now. And um, truth be told, uh, Tuku was was happy to to be on the back foot, do the play a little bit of counter attacking football, and it actually worked for them. They were not they were not they were not playing very well during the real regulation time, but they were getting those chances when it was needed. Mm-hmm. Right. So is this going to be a new thing that we we'll see in Chelsea now? And ultimately, um, and um, an eventual exclusion of 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 of, of Lukaku yeah, from Lukaku. from yeah from the team. Now that we know that the guy that actually bought Lukaku is now is now recusing himself, so to speak, uh, from Chelsea. That that mm-hmm. gives Thomas Tuku yeah, it gives him a form of leverage to to out, to outcast this guy in the long run. Because truth be told, they play better without Lukaku. Yes, they did. Um, so I listened to the interview, pre-game interview, uh, where Thomas Tuchel was asked the reasoning behind dropping um, Romelu Lukaku. And he said, well, he wanted, he thought that he wanted a lot of pace. He needed people who would run at um, uh, the Liverpool defence because he knew that the game was going to be determined by who runs the most and the hardest. And he felt Lukaku would not give him that. And big credit to him because the chances came pretty much from balls directly over the heads of the uh, exactly. Liverpool defenders mm-hmm. and a, a, a very, very progressive uh, Christian Pulisic, Mason Mount and Kai Havertz who could run and not remain static. And you would see when Lukaku came in that Chelsea became slightly one-dimensional. All they just started doing was pumping the crosses in exactly. trying to get a Lukaku header which was what he was trying to avoid. If they had played that way for 90 minutes or for 70 minutes, that game would have been lost. Um, I kind of like don't agree with you uh, in, uh, when you said that uh, Chelsea were happy to, to concede uh, possession. I thought Chelsea took, took the game and played, or that game itself was played by a, a team or two very attacking teams who had respect for each other, but did not fear each other. Um, probably one of the best, most exciting games we will see this season. I'm not saying all in history. One of the best games we will see this season by two teams who really, really wanted to win. None of these teams wanted to go to extra time. Um, Chelsea got their tactics spot on. Um, I felt that the best defenders or the better defenders on the night or the single best defender on the night was Thiago Silva. Um, Van Dijk was put under immense pressure. Uh, this, uh, same as uh, Joel Mati. But um, coming back to your question, I don't think this is the way forward. This is only tailored to the opposition they had at hand. Let's not forget that most of the teams, they will play at least 36 times or 30, 34 or 30 times. Let's, let's make it 30 times in a year. We will teams that they are way better than. We will be happy to concede possession to Chelsea, soak up pressure and stay deep. And the best way to probably get them will be the balls into the box. I'm talking of teams from fourth position below. Um, they only had to do this because they were playing against a very mobile Liverpool team. They probably would do the same when they play a very mobile Manchester, Manchester City. City. But when you look at every other team apart from Liverpool and Man City, I think uh, Lukaku will fit into that flag. All right, perfect. Um, Alali, 
the goal that was actually um, chalked off for, for an offside where Van Dyke infringed on, um, on, on Rice, on James Reese, sorry, on James Reese. Is the the um is the um the rule on that is this shoddy or is pretty straightforward? Because it inter interfered with play, or this is something that the referee could have actually overlooked. And uh, what else? No, no, no. Um, sometimes um for me, when if you see the reaction of the Chelsea players after considering that goal, their re their reaction did not reflect. Uh, a team that have been cheated or they think they've been uh, robbed. they've been robbed. So I think that thing should have been overlooked. I think that goes looks very legit mm -hmm. because if 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 you if, if if you let me say blow that as a foul, let's reverse it and let's imagine that it was what do you call it, Rich James, that probably. Infringe. He did the same thing to Van Dyke. Yeah. Would that be a penalty? I don't think so. So that's why I think that shouldn't be a foul. That should have been a legitimate goal. All right. Uh, but my, my second question would be the Lukaku offside. It doesn't look an offside to me. From, my, eyes, not, from, no, from my own eyes, that boy is not an offside. But sure. when they brought, you know, when, when they brought that their line, I don't know how they got that line. Because... Even that and line was not convincing. <laughs> that line was not This is a legitimate. It was so very clear to me. I don't know. Probably my television was not well placed. <laughs> that uh, the Liverpool defender, whether it was Van Dyke or Matt, I don't know who was it was Van Dyke. His body was clearly ahead of Lukaku. How that mm -hmm. and it, it that didn't take them so long to conclude. It wasn't like they drew the line a couple of times to... It was something very straightforward. So I don't really understand this whole thing again. We'll just take whatever they give us. Oh, wow. Okay. All right, perfect. Thank you very much for that, Lali. I don't know if Kachi wants to add anything to that. But if you just catch it... Okay. I just wanted to say that as soon as I saw the lines, I just immediately remembered the size 13 shoes that Kevin Durant wears. <laughs> Come on, man. You just have to like, make that. Because it was just, it was just the jersey. It, the line was Lukaku's jersey to Van Dyke's hand. It was the, if Lukaku had rolled up his jersey or was wearing a short sleeve, that would not have been an offside. So it tells me it's, it's pretty much extra clothing or extra size shoes that led to that. Or maybe the DAR guys were just like, come on, this game is too entertaining. It's already extra time. I, 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 I think that's what they did. Honestly, I start to be quiet. God should forgive me, but I think that's what they did. Because I have, I'm also of the opinion when the game gets to extra time, I don't want to see a winner. I want to see penalty. I like the penalty drama. We got a technical masterclass in penalty shootout. Thomas Tuchel, when they asked him and they said, "Oh, do you feel hard done by losing by the lottery of penalty?" and he said, "What do you mean? You saw 21 expertly taking penalties. Give or take one or two." Um, ill taking penalty like the uh, one Ibrahim Konate played that should have been saved in my opinion but there was no luck with that penalty the players knew where they wanted to place the ball they kicked it with conviction even the keeper that was brought in to save the balls I can't remember how ball. many he died he died correctly you know he was being placed with reckless abandon Tomosuka was not angry because 
you couldn't have caught 21 or 22 penalty kicks lock anymore. Those yeah. were 22 players that knew how to play. play yeah. yeah, I know Lawale is political. We want to avoid this question, but I'm still going to ask him anyways. Um, what if Mendy was kept on? Chelsea would have lost the game eventually. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, why are you scared of the blues? Speak to the microphone. No, I can't hear what you I, said. I, I think they would have still lost the game. I don't think, you see, you, are, you see, something about penalty shoot that is this. Of course, based on what they what the coaches, probably what they, they've been observing in training. Mm-hmm. Probably they've concluded that um, Kepa was uh, Kepa was, a better Kepa was more, more reliable. We've seen this with the Nigerian national team before. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, uh, the, uh, was uh, was uh, was perceived as not too good at what do you call it when it comes to uh, penalty kicks. So I think that was what they observed. That was what they that was the thinking behind the decision. But of course, if Mendy was there, probably could have saved one or two. All this thing is if, like what, yeah. like what Chris Boussard will say, you can't, we can't make an opinion on something that is if. Mm-hmm. We can only make an opinion on what we, what we can exactly, what has actually happened. So that's an if, and I can only assume that even if he has probably, if he, even if he was on goal, yes, if they've lost this, probably they will have lost two with him. All right, perfect. Thank you very much for that, Olali. And I'll just do a quick recap of the Champions League. Uh, Chelsea defeated uh, Lille 2 0. Kai Avers and, and Polisic scoring uh, Lukaku on the bench again. Uh, Villarreal versus Juventus. Uh, According to Kachi, it's 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 gonna be it's, it's a tactics. Okay. Uh, Villarreal versus Juventus. Um, Valovic uh, scoring the goal. He has scored five goals in six appearances compared to Avaro Marata that has been there for so long and not scoring goals. Uh, Danny Parejo, uh, the Real Madrid um, um, graduate, uh, scoring the other goal for Villarreal. And of course, and of course, on um, on Wednesday we had Manchester United playing a 1-1 draw against Snatching. Lucky to play 1-1 draw, actually, against um, Atletico Madrid. I wonder how they did not manage to beat Atletico Madrid. Um, Benfica 2-2 against Ajax. I can't remember your prediction, guys. I can't remember your prediction, but... We did not have any predictions. You did. You did. <laughs> you did. We did not have any don't, predictions. Don't, don't worry. I'm going to bring it up for you. I, I think I got the United wrong. I got the United uh, exactly. wrong. I predicted Atletico Madrid to win that game. against Manchester United. I think the Villarreal game probably. Had... So Lawali was saying the Villarreal. I think I I think the Villarreal the Juventus game probably I predicted the draw. I can't actually remember that, but I, I could remember vividly that I said Atletico is going to be United. Yeah, I know. The game, honestly, I, I, I you said, you said no, don't, don't worry, I'll bring out the clip for you guys. Anyways, please, please, I, I, will, I will be out the clip for you guys. And of course, through the roundup of games, um, Southampton uh, defeated Norwich 2-0. Uh, Sports defeated Leeds United 4-0. Um, Masabiesla has been sacked at um, Leeds United. I told Kachi, you can't play football the way he's playing football. He has been unlucky with injuries and the rest, but he can't play football that way. He has to be pragmatic sometimes. 
Otherwise, you can last. Of course, the money that Newcastle brought to Premier League has moved them out of the relegation table. And right yeah, now, they are yeah. in 14th position. They defeated Fremford yeah. 2-0. Uh, Joe Willock scoring, <laughs> scoring the second goal for uh, Newcastle. Crystal Palace played a 1-1 draw um, against uh, Burnley. Manchester United <clears throat> played... Uh, uh, they played it. <coughs> Manchester United. <laughs> Ola, Ali, what is zero, Manchester zero, draw. Zero, 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 Sorry, zero. Say it again. Yeah. But you are draw now, though. How come you play zero, zero again? You people well, cannot score. Bad luck. They, they, they both keep eating the upright bar, good work. They're just unlucky. They're just unlucky. They got the God of soccer. Bruno Fernandez don't want to pass on the, on the day, you know, and the rest. Of course, um, Aston Villa played um two the one against um zero. Brighton and Brighton and over two nil uh Litwakins scoring the last goal um City <clears throat> I don't understand uh Kachi was that a penalty I thought it was I really don't know how they got away with that how uh, was Rodri I think it was Rodri, well, got was away Rodri with that yeah. in fact I was only, in fact, the, the commentary on the, 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 the broadcast I watched, the commentator was like, surely, when he first saw no. the replay before VAR, he said, surely catch. this is a penalty. Wait, allow um, me to catch you for you, please. Um, I personally, I, I felt I felt everything were hard done by uh, with that call, uh, but uh, I'm not VAR. And this goal comes back to what Did we've been have... saying here, the inconsistency of the British... FA referees we, we continues to be alarming. We, we don't, you, we you don't understand it. You, you had a montage on, on this on our Instagram page uh-huh. showing all the times the, uh, Man City has gotten away with incredible, incredulous calls and yeah. it begins to make me wonder. Somebody like the Arabian money more than they like the Russian <laughs> money? Just maybe. <laughs> okay, maybe. Uh, uh, funny enough, I just want to put it out here. I don't like Chelsea, but Chelsea over their dominance in the Premier League don't win leagues or win titles on on the back of um of um contentious decisions. I can give that to Chelsea. Ola Ali, I know you 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 beg to differ to what um Katis of course. I don't think I will differ what Kachi said. Probably I defy what you, you know, you, you, when it comes to United's success of the 90s, you're always very pain well, and very emotional. We're well, not talking about United. Way, yeah. I did not say anything about Chelsea. The way Ferguson reeked when guys. Reek. It's all art. Just accept that Ferguson has more desire to win than your beloved poet. You know, Mourinho said it. He said, poets don't win too much of titles. Poets, they don't win too much of titles. So where's, back to- where's Mourinho today? <laughs> so, but back to that question. I, yeah. I think, no, on most of note, I think before this game, there was, probably it was doing the Euros, we had something similar like this happen. I think uh, the, the, there was, you know, the FIFA rule keeps changing. I think uh, we didn't, they said anything from the uh, top of the shoulder uh-huh. So towards what do you call it? The elbow, uh, the uh, the upper side of the, this team, of the hand is not a foul. <clears throat> so but, it wasn't yes. It wasn't this... a decision. I, wait, it wasn't a decision. It wasn't a rule. I let me say I heard yesterday. That was why I was like, okay, yeah, that was not a foul. 
Okay, okay. Olale, I don't agree with I your wanted, solution. I want Ali Dabu to win. I would never agree with me, your solution. His hand was not supposed... The, the hand, his hand is not supposed to be in that position to, to start with. No, Debo, it's not about the position. It, it, goes, it, a, it, it goes a long way. way. It goes a very long way. That, anyways, they, they, classified, they classified from the top uh, of the shoulder uh, okay. to towards those elbow side uh, as not a foul. Okay. Okay. It's the rule of the FIFA. Okay, okay, I think that's what makes football interesting when you have this kind of discussion. But I think that is daylight robbery, and nothing in this world can change my mind. I'm back to Ferguson. Ferguson won so many titles on dubious decision on the back of dubious he decision. Killed <laughs> Kid everybody in London. Ah, <laughs> uh, West Ham, West Ham defeated uh, Wolverhampton, and of course, don't forget that Arsenal won Wolverhampton uh, 2-1 in the midweek as well. The top four races eating up right now. Uh, look like Chelsea is being dragged potentially into the top four race as well. I believe Chelsea um are three or four points ahead of fourth place uh, position under Manchester United, five points ahead of Arsenal. Arsenal having up uh, two outstandings uh, to play. Potentially, Chelsea, if Chelsea is jagged to the top four, it will make it more interesting. While we look forward to the league leaders uh, setting the pace for the Premier League. In um, the Spanish La Liga, Barcelona won thanks to Aubameyang, uh, Luke de Jong, and of course, um, Osman Dembele. Kachi. Uh, would you be surprised if Osman decides to renew his contract now that it seems like he's enjoying his football? Um, I don't think I will be surprised. I think you, know, you want to prove you want to prove your metal. Nobody wants to go to Barcelona or Real Madrid and be deemed a flop. If there's anything that any player is anybody's holding against Michael Owen now, is because of that one year flop, he uh, flop season he had where he just couldn't stay healthy in Real Madrid. Um, the coach himself has come out to say he likes this type of Dembele he's seeing. And yeah. he has reflected that by playing him more. As long as he can stay fit, there's really nowhere to go. Does he want to go? He wants to go to France. Where does he fit in? Is he Ch- going to play Chelsea. Marseille? Chelsea. Uh, no, come on, come on. <laughs> I think, I think, um, I personally, I think, I don't, I'm not saying I speak for him, but I think right now it fits into what they want to do. As long as he's ready to buckle down Work hard and see it as a fresh start. All right, perfect. And um, 18 year old Pino scored four goals in 53 minutes for Villarreal as they defeated Espanyol 5 1. Uh, Sevilla defeated um, Real Betis 2 1. Uh, uh, Sergio Canales scoring uh, the consolatory goal for uh, Real Betis. Um, Mallorca lost at home to Valencia 1 0. Retafe played a 2 2 draw against. Uh, um, Alves and of course, uh, Lodi scored a brace from left back for Atletico Madrid as they defeated South Vigo 2 0. And Real Vallecano lost at home thanks to an heartbreaking late, late goal by Karim Benzema, uh, assisted by Vinicius Junior in the Spanish La Liga. And of course, moving to Italy right now, looks like AC Milan and Inter Milan are not, are not serious. Uh, team. Uh, Messi Milan decided to play one more against um, struggling in Indonesia, so to speak, uh, when they could have actually uh, gotten a gap over Inter Milan. Inter Milan, on the same day, 
played a 0-0 draw against um, Deona as well, failing to register so much on targets in the game. And of course, Empoli um, played a two, uh, lost at home against um, Juventus at uh, 2-3. Uh, Sao Solo defeated uh, Florentina 2-1. Napoli defeated uh, Lazio 2-0. And of course, Roma. Roma, Roma, uh, they are coming back gradually. Defeated uh, Spezza one nil uh, and um, Olale's beloved Borio that called my own beloved Asemega a poet is still on the seventh position or below. I don't know. And of course, West uh, don't win trophies. What we he Wait, did win trophies is a great is the greatest FA Cup, FA Cup winner in the history of they don't win much trophies. Okay, West <laughs> okay, don't win Champions League. <laughs> That's that's it. Anyways, that's that's a wrap and that's the show. A wonderful and congratulations. Uh, I think congratulations to uh, Liverpool winning the League Cup, even though it's not a glorious or glamorous cup. But of course, it's a win is still a win. Winning against Chelsea gives it all the glamour you can think about. And of course, we look forward. We look forward to uh, Messi improving at um, the Farmers League. He, he had an assist. And um, um, as the one-three-one with Mbappe scoring a brace in the game, looks like we have just one king in France in, in Paris right now, and his name is not Lionel Messi. His name is not Neymar. His name is Kylian Mbappe. That's the show, and that's the wrap. My name is Lajay Adirabo Ali. So we we'll see you again next week. Don't stop supporting sport and love, of course, love Oracle Kachi.